Messi. Welcome listeners to the Thundercast. I am your host, Connor Sanders, joined today by a new co-host, my friend Kelton Jacobson, new sports editor for SU News. Kelton, how you how doing? How we doing? How we doing? We're good, bro. Good, good. I'm, I'm glad to be here. It'll How's it be feel? Great. How's it feel to have the mic in front of your face? And It'll be great. I'm really excited going forward. Uh, really, really grateful that uh, y- you trust <laughs> me to do this. So let's let's do it. I'm ready to rock and roll. Hell, man. I'm, I'm glad to hear it. Glad to have you on. Uh Kelton will be doing a lot of sports stuff for us over at SCU News, and we'll be appearing on Thundercast regularly going forward. Happy to talk with him and just chat SCU athletics. Uh, not a big week in terms of SCU athletics news. Uh, a, a bit of new information coming out this week. Specifically, uh, the men's cross-country team uh, has made the top 15 in the national coaches poll, ranked 15th right now. Uh, had a really strong showing at the OSU Invitational earlier this year, finishing only behind NAU, BYU, and Oklahoma State, who are all top five teams. Um, and that's a, that's an impressive feat for Coach Eric Hewell and the, the cross-country team. I would definitely say so. Placing fourth, uh, only behind the top five seeds, it's it's excellent way to go cross-country team. Uh, and I think they're going to make some noise this season. Yeah, huge shouts to them. Uh, the women's team also... Looking very, very strong at that meet and just across the board. I think Allison Prey is a, a name to look out for. Absolutely. On, Couldn't on agree the cross-country more. Front. Um, so congratulations to them. We'll keep an eye. Uh, they're the only team to have competed so far <laughs> across campus. So That they are. That they are. It's a way to represent SUU. <laughs> yeah, representing SUU well. And Coach Eric Hewell <laughs> always does a great job. Uh, just a T-bird lifer. Phenomenal coach. Yeah. Phenomenal coach. Went to school here. Uh, and it's only great that he's come back and, and now he's coaching nationally ranked teams. It's excellent. Yeah, so proud of what they've done. And, man, Coach Hugh, I just have so much respect for the, the work I think that man must have to be recruiting for 30 years, getting all these good players in. Absolutely. Really bearing the fruits now. Absolutely. Well, congratulations to Cross Country. We'll keep an eye out for whenever your next competition is. I, I believe that they're awarded one more fall competition, so we'll keep an eye out for that. Uh, also this week, SCU announced... The, a new grant that they had received, a $29,000 grant from Dairy West Sports Nutrition. Uh, this is great news for SU Athletics. It will help uh, supplement the nutritional needs here at SUU. Um, I know that they're very excited about this opportunity. That's great to hear. I know that they're really proud of the, the new athletic facility they built, the Georgia Eccles Sports Performance Center. This is just another supplemental thing. And we always want to commend SUU for taking care of our athletes of, of improving the student athlete experience it's something that is easily lost in this revenue focused world of athletics and just want to commend them for earning that grant that somebody had to make these phone calls you know these grants don't come out of nowhere yeah no you're absolutely right the grant is really neat too i mean it it, it tells us a little bit in that uh, press release that um more education is coming through for our athletes like one-to-one nutrition counseling uh, they're going to talk with athletes about uh, their diet plans. And there's also uh, funding for um, mental and uh, health awareness. So that's huge coming from this grant. Uh, we love it, and we're very grateful yeah, for it. Absolutely. I think Debbie Corm told me a while ago that the first thing she wanted to do when she got here was to start to improve facilities, especially with nutrition. That was a high priority. Um, if you're coming from 
a Power 5 conference and you came here, I'm sure that would be kind of surprising that we don't have the nutrition care and things that we did, especially when she got here. So just want to commend SUU for for working on ways to, to build that out, expanding the fuel the fueling stations. Then the one-on-one thing is actually really interesting because we can't afford to have a nutritionist, you know, outline what the food's going to be for every single player, make all the food right. for them, right? But giving them this education at least helps set them forward, just not only to take care of themselves as athletes, but just going forward for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, too, uh, mental health awareness is huge in sports yeah. nowadays. Um, and, and getting this grant, providing more fund, funding for that, it, it's going to be killer. Uh, it's a huge win for SUU Athletics. Absolutely. Um, speaking of huge wins for SU Athletics, the Thunderbird Athletic Association announced um, some staff promotions ahead of the 2020 season, 2020-21 season, excuse me. Just want to commend those that have earned promotions. I think, uh, especially in this difficult time, if you're willing to stick with SU and, and help through this this difficult and unusual era, um, willing to put your shoulder to the wheel or whatever and, and push along, <laughs> you deserve the, the credit for that. Nate Esplin uh, was announced to be promoted to Deputy Athletic Director for Finance and Administration. Sonia Hahn named SU's Deputy Athletic Director for Competitive Excellence, and they are now uh almost co-deputy athletic directors with Todd Brown, those three. Um, and then Jack, Jeff Tukaufu, uh sorry, Jeff, <laughs> has been promoted to SCU's Senior Associate AD for Internal Operations, which means he will be overseeing the day-to-day operations. Um, that's great. Jeff has contributed a lot to this university uh, mainstay at SU Athletic Events, so congratulations to him. Um, Michaela Thielgs and Nate Lauer also promoted to assistant AD and will serve as co-head athletic trainers. Uh, always good to see taking care of our athletes on the athletic training front and also want to shout out my guy McKay Pett who is joining the athletic department staff as a full-time employee as director of new media former co-host of the Thundercast with that me McKay. he was yes that he was gotta give the man a shout out for getting his full-time job here I know he had some really interesting offers elsewhere so um want to commend him as well for dedicating his talent his time to the university furthering their media stuff it's it's really incredible the the stuff he produces for SU given the size of the university. But um, I think that that covers our bases in terms of just news this week. Uh, we've got a little bit of a, a 2021 gymnastics preview for you. Kelton was just catching up with the gymnastics team this season. Last season went pretty well before uh, the season was postponed. Well, not postponed. It was just canceled outright because of the COVID-19 pandemic. They finished 6-7 and seven overall, 3-4 and four in the conference but set some record-setting scores throughout the season, Kelton. They did, they did. Against Central Michigan University, they posted their highest score, um, I believe, of 197.225. That's the uh, highest in school history, That's the highest in school history. Uh, So excellent job. Uh, Shout-out to their team. And I'll tell you what, Coach Bowman, he's he's excited for this season. They got some really elite talent coming up in their freshman and sophomore classes, and he is ranting and raving about his juniors. I tell you what... uh, Carly McLean specifically, yeah. he could not say enough about her. He touts her as probably the best junior in the country right now uh, in the all-around. So really excited there. Yeah, and I, I think that the gymnastics kind of timeline for in terms of when an athlete is like at their best is a little different than in other sports. You'd kind of expect late 20s. Um, but I think Carly McLean's probably at the peak of her athletic performance right now. I would agree. I would and agree. They were really excited when they got her as a freshman. I remember Maddie Loomis telling me, that a former gymnast who, actually, who was a senior last season, they'll be replacing this year, 
uh, saying that Carly McLean was a freak that she'd never seen mm-hmm. uh, an athlete like her. And now we're we're going to see the dividends uh, when they start competing. Right. You know, they lost five powerhouse seniors. Yeah. Uh, uh, with with the McBride sisters, Autumn Jorgensen, to name a couple, um, and and usually you know when you lose that kind of talent, when you lose uh, those those girls to graduation or whatnot, you get a little nervous. But yeah. Coach Scotty, he's he's confident. He's ready to go. Uh, they have an excellent senior class too. Don't get me wrong. Their their senior class is going to be phenomenal. Uh, Morgan Alfaro is is going to lead the way, uh, and and she's going to be excellent. She actually posted career highs last yeah. season in vault, um, and and we totally expect her to capitalize on that again this season. Uh, and and we should see some more records being broken. Yeah, absolutely. I think she's one of the best vault performers in the country at this point. She's establishing a a consistent repertoire of improvement. Uh, we've seen it throughout her her previous three years here. Um, I'm also really excited to see what she's done overcome so much in terms of, of overcoming injury and uh, she had a really serious injury that back injury um, I think it was during her sophomore year almost ended her career senior uh, year of high school senior actually. Year of high school, yeah, yeah there you go uh, good catch on that but we'll, 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 we'll see what she has to contribute um, this season I think it'll be big I, last season really it's. I think they're the greatest what if of all. Maybe the men's Absolutely. basketball team might be of the what if. What it would have been if COVID hadn't ended the season. Um, they were pushing toward a top fifteen finish, which is one of the highest they've ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, the seniors were clicking, and then um, in March uh, they had that meet at BYU that they decided to cancel, um, and then obviously everything came to a pause after that. But they had so much momentum. Heading into that, they really needed their road scores. That's all they needed yeah. to, to start qualifying for nationals and things. And they were about to go get them, um, about to go to BYU, about to go to the conference championship. Um, but they, we never got the chance to see them. No, no, we didn't. And it was truly heartbreaking for the team. Uh, I, I chatted just a little bit with Coach, and, and he said it was terrible, just terrible. Uh, they were poised. They were on a hot streak, like you said, Connor, and they were ready to go. Uh, they They were pushing the top 15, like you said. They were ready. They they wanted it, and they're hungry, and that that's only feeding them this year. They're yeah. ready to go this year. They're hungry. I think is a good word to to use. Mm-hmm. Their their seniors are leading them. Their sophomores are are killing it. Their juniors are outstanding, and and the freshman class coach Scotty even is excited about them, um, saying that they're going to have some freshmen that come in immediately and compete at a high level as well. Yeah, absolutely. You scroll through the roster and you just see contributors. <laughs> Uh, top to bottom, you see uh, competitors who have had an impact, whether it be in one event as an all-rounder. Sometimes you, the way that gymnastics is kind of structured, the way Coach Bauman structures the season is he relies on everybody. He, he'll mm-hmm. give everybody a chance. Definitely. Sometimes you, you need to save your best competitors for later on in the season or you don't want them to do all-around or you need to just rely on them for one event or whatever. And uh, So every single <laughs> person can contribute um, I think the names that jump out off the page, Tyler Murakami had a really big season last mm-hmm. year. Uh, Michaela DiFilippo, the seniors, Molly Jaswiakowski, I got you, Molly. Uh, Alyssa Ledieu, Hannah Nip. these are all contributors. The seniors especially, I think, have a ton to offer. Uh, but it might come down to how these freshmen and sophomores compete. If, if you know, that might be the difference between winning and losing is the performance you get on bars from one of the freshmen or whatever. Right, I mean... Every time you lose seniors, you lose those routines, right? You yeah. can't just substitute them, and you got to make up points somewhere. 
and and coach is really excited about those freshmen. He says, you know, once those freshmen come in, uh, all they need to do is just do their do their job, fulfill their role, and, and they will be good. And coach Scott Scotty, he says, you know what? Let's let's be better than last year. Yeah. And he's definitely relying on those seniors, sure, but those sophomores and freshmen, he's really excited about as well. Yeah. I kind of got the impression from you, from Coach Bauman, that he might even expect this team to be a little bit better yeah. than they were last season. So yep. this will this will be really exciting to watch. Um, one wrinkle to, to keep an eye on, I remember when the season was postponed, I talked to Coach Bauman just to talk about, like, you know, what was it like to have to tell your seniors and tell the whole team that the season was canceled. Mm-hmm. And he made the, the point to me that the spring is actually the most important time for gymnastics because – that's when everyone is starting to learn their new skills, their their yeah. new routines. Yeah. Um, because you kind of have your your main competitors focus on on competing. Everyone else get ready for next season. Everyone else start mm-hmm. working on new on new skills and things. And they didn't get the chance to do that. They they won't, didn't get the chance to be in the gym, um, practicing those new routines. So I, I'm interested to see if just maybe across the country the quality of gymnastic performance drops slightly, um, or maybe the places that reopened the soonest might have a, an advantage like we saw in the NBA bubble or something, but it'll be interesting to see what the, what level of performance we see just because of the, the time they lost to practice in the spring. Sure. I, I had the chance, Connor, to, to chat with uh, Captain Morgan Alfaro uh, yeah. for, for the gymnastics team. And you know what she said? She she told me that we're going to be good this year because of our team chemistry. Yeah. She said last year, uh, it killed us when we had to cancel the the season early, and and that just drove us to be better this year. So, like I said earlier, they're hungry. She says their team chemistry is going to take them over the top this year. We're really excited to see that. Uh, they're they're the best cheerleaders for each other, both on and off the, uh, in and out of the gym, I should yes. say. And uh, you know what's cool, with Connor, as well, is that they consistently pull all academic honors yeah. on this team. Uh, it's a disciplined team. Absolutely. They have very, very high standards for themselves. Uh, you set low standards, you're going to achieve low standards. You set mediocre standards, they're going to achieve mediocre yeah. standards. But this team, the girls on this team, they set very high standards for themselves, both in and out of the gym, and they achieve them. And, and, and I'm really excited for this, for this upcoming season for gymnastics. I think it'll be great. Uh, I'm really uh, excited to see the seniors really just capitalize on their senior season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know that they have a bunch of banners hung up in the gym, uh, all that all academic honors. Oh, absolutely! It's um, intimidating to walk yeah. into that gym. You know, they they go in and and you know who who owns that gym. Yeah, yeah it's not a question. You know, those girls mean business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We talk about T Bird Life for Scott Bauman has given so much to the school and built this gymnastics program into maybe the most popular team in town i mean the the support that they get at those events is absolutely, pretty unreal absolutely absolutely i i thought i heard somewhere that it's one of the highest uh, attended events uh in su sports if yeah. not the highest so and and that's consistent connor i mean that's crazy and it's, yeah. it's gymnastics and we love it we love it here in this town here in cedar city so let's keep it that way yes um i think we want to talk about uh this kind of a serves a, a decent transition but those the way that gymnastics just electrifies the room, like uh, a sick floor routine, it just it's just so hype. Like it's so cool. Yeah. I love watching those like ten out of ten, you know, UCLA or University of Utah performances where the crowd just going crazy. And mm-hmm. um, before the podcast, me and Kellen came up with t- 
our top five things to look forward to in terms of spring athletics. Uh, and one note we had was the idea of having fans in mm-hmm. in the arena again. That's I think that's number one is the idea of just being in a stadium atmosphere, cheering for people. What my understanding is, at least the uh, as far as I know, is I think that they're going to have fans. Um, I think that there's going to be an effort to social distance the fans, maybe uh, you know block out the first few rows so that none of the players get infected. Um, just have everyone sit far enough apart. You can't predict anything right now. I mean, Kelvin and I are recording this on Tuesday morning, on the morning of the election, so uh, a lot is set to change. Right, right? yeah, like, that's that's an understatement right there. <laughs> you can't predict what, <laughs> not only what politics will look like, but what the virus will do. Exactly. Um, it seems like things are getting worse and worse, but if we can have in-person attendance, like, that would be such a huge lift to morale, not only for the competitors, but I think just for everybody. For everyone, Connor. I, I think staff, students alike, uh, are, we get in that gym, we're able to cheer. You think about it this way. Kids, uh, our, our students, they're going to class, you know, 8 a.m., mm-hmm. 9 a.m. in the morning. They're there at the school till what, 2 p.m.? Yeah. And then if they don't have jobs outside of, of school, they're going back to their apartments. There's nothing going on in the evenings. Yeah right now here in here in the fall semester uh we're bored (laughs) we're bored uh it's it's quiet it's it's almost a little sad it's starting to get colder and darker earlier so true uh those those sports that are going to come in in the spring uh we're going to be able to go there we're going to be able to cheer for our teams and that's going to be a huge morale boost uh for for students and staff alike i think you'll see grades start to increase uh and you'll just see you'll see happier students yeah i think you know Seasonal depression comes, and usually this is when basketball season starts. <laughs> that's, yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's the counter for me. Um, <laughs> but not not have that chance this year. I mean, we'll, we will get basketball soon, but usually we'd already be, you know, uh, when does Midnight Madness usually start? I feel like we would be already be in the season. Um, I wanted to mention as well just that if things change, that would be sad, but you mentioned the staff. I think that that's a huge element. I know that. I think Debbie Corum is working like 12-hour days right now. Right. Um, everybody is putting in so much work because they have so much to do in the spring. Exactly. It is – I don't know if any of the people listening to this podcast have ever seen the athletic staff on game days. They're just running around yeah. everywhere. Like <laughs> They are. And and they're going to be doing that, but they might have a men's basketball game and a football game and a softball game all going on at the exact same mm-hmm. time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so – those newly promoted people we talked about in in the start of the podcast gonna are going to have a lot of work to do. They're going to be busy. So you mentioned morale. I think that for them especially, that's going to be huge. Absolutely. Like, it'd be so demoralizing to have to do all of that work and then find out that you can't even have people go in and, and cheer for your teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is what it is, right? It is what it is, yeah. I think SU, you know, while cases have gone up uh, of COVID-19 here in Utah, SU d- has done a pretty good job yeah. uh, all around at, at controlling the virus uh, as much as it can be controlled, I, I guess. Um, so I, I feel pretty confident in the spring, Connor. I really do. Uh, I agree with what you said. We should have some fans there. Socially distanced, obviously. Masks are going to be a must, of course. Yes, yeah. And... Uh, but we should be there. Uh, it should uh, boost morale, and it, it, it will be a good win again for, for Southern Utah University as a whole. Yeah. I'm, so much could change. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. So don't, don't even take, af- don't even take after our this for podcast. It. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, uh, number one was fans and arenas in our top five. Mm-hmm. I think number two is 
it seems like we've got a bit of a quarterback competition brewing it over looks on the like football it. field. It looks like it, absolutely. Yeah. So we've got returner um, Tyler Skidmore and Justin Miller. Justin Miller's former Snow College transfer. Uh, Tyler Skidmore been here for a few years now. Uh, got a good kind of feel just for SU and, and the fans and things. Um, also, they're really excited about this freshman, Rand Jensen, um, from Arizona, who looks really, really solid. And they got a big transfer from Weber State, mm-hmm. Zach Hymas. Zach Hymas. So there's there's four different uh, you know guys that will be competing for that job. I think the ones that really jump off the page are Miller, Skidmore, and Rand Jensen. If, if they threw a true freshman into the fire and just said, wow. hey, man, go – yeah, um, they might be able to though because maybe he'll he'll get a, a free year of eligibility and you, you you don't even have to burn a red shirt or exactly. anything. Exactly. Yeah, get five years out of it easy. So that'll be really interesting to, to watch. I think Justin Miller is a really interesting prospect. I really liked what we saw from him um, when he appeared in relief of Chris Helbig last season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all indications are that he he's you know emerging as a, a really strong candidate to take that job. I think Skidmore is gonna gonna give a real fight though and. Like we said, there's so much time still Absolutely. until the season actually begins that it'll be an interesting off season. I, there's just such this is going to be so unusual. Like, will they take a winter break? Mm-hmm. Will they just keep practicing through the winter? Mm-hmm. I'm not. If I'm one of those football players, I'm not waking up at six in the morning oh, in December. No way to no go way. do tackling drills or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And and they do. You know, usually in they're practicing in the summer. They're practicing early in the morning, like you said, Connor, mm-hmm. or late at night. You can't do that here in Cedar City and and it'll be interesting too because we're going to have snow to deal with yeah. uh, this this spring that's the, we're we're not even in snow season yet um and, and we're going to have it um so that's definitely something to watch out for but I agree with you I think these these four guys it'll be electric uh and let's be honest uh, SUU football needs needs something to to wake them up to, to spark, yeah. yeah we need we need to get excited about something and I think this quarterback uh, competition can definitely provide that for us yeah, I think just a little jolt of life and a new, new look quarterback, new look offense with a new offensive coordinator, uh, new look defense with a new D coordinator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a, a team worth looking forward to. They they built some momentum, go from one win to three, and then whatever the schedule looks like, go five hundred and right. we're right back on track right. to where we were before. Right. Yep. So, really excited to see how that pans out. Um, number three, why don't you give us your women's basketball take, Kelton? I your, would your, love to. I'll tell you what, who I'm excited for is uh, the transfer from Weber State, Liz Graves. Um, she came from Weber State last year. She yeah. was Weber State's leading scorer last year. Uh, she was also second in the team in rebounding, which is, you know, it's pretty, pretty crazy you know? for a wing player. Yeah, yeah. She's a guard, considered a guard. You yeah. know, she's 5'10". Uh, but she got after it. She went and she, she, she was a ball hawk. She went and got the ball whenever she needed it. And she can create, too. I think that's something that we really could use, um, yeah. especially after uh, the loss of uh, Rebecca Cardenas. So I think um, she will be crucial to yeah. this uh, women's basketball team. Uh, you can give her the ball late in the clock, and she can go get a bucket. And, and yeah. that's something that we should really be watching out for. Yeah, I think she'll be instrumental. Uh, just the whole women's basketball team is so interesting. There's so many new faces, uh, a real season of rebuilding. These seasons can go really well or really poorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think Tracy Sanders will not let it go poorly, but it'll be really fun and interesting to watch um, uh, women's basketball this season, especially if she has her sister on the team. Yep. Um, I remember when Weaver State came here last season, she was the player that jumped out to me as like, this person shouldn't be here. Like, yeah. <laughs> this person is too good to be playing yeah. on a three-win team, kind of like 
back in the day when SU was a three win team, mm-hmm. you looked at Becca Cardenas and you're like, no, you shouldn't be on a on a three win team. And sure enough, two seasons later, she's won 18 games. It, you know, it, it makes you wonder uh, what she's going to unlock, going to unlock in Liz Graves, what Coach Sanders is going to unlock in, in Liz Graves. Coach Sanders is amazing. Yeah. She's out, an outstanding coach. Liz Graves coming from a poor team. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, you uh, win three games, you're going to be labeled as that. Yep. So, uh, and they're coming into this this team with an excellent coaching staff. Not only Coach Sanders, but also Coach Grise, who was just yeah. promoted to associate head coach. Um, and Delco does a great job. Exactly. Running practices and things. Um, I agree. This is a, a very exciting team. I should say, too, that in the Big Sky Conference tournament, Weaver gave us a good run for our money, and it was because Liz Graves played really well mm-hmm. in that game. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely a, a fun talking point and something to keep an eye on is how the Liz and the rest of the transfers perform in women's basketball this season. Okay, number four. Um, this is low-key my number one because I am a men's basketball homer, and I just I just love men's basketball. Um, but the Aiden Moody, JK3, John Knight III, and Dre Marine kind of intermixing of oh, those yeah. three guards in the backcourt. That is going to be so fun to watch. Um, Moody just looks like such a pure scorer. We've been we've been floating around practice and things, just kind of keeping an eye on it. And oh my goodness, what I think he's been wrongly labeled as a shooter because that kid can just score from off anywhere. the dribble, coming off of screens. Just the kid can put the ball in the hoop. Runners contested. Uh, heck, if you leave him open though, Connor, it's 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 cash. It's cash every time. And if you watched the team last season, you could tell that the spacing was an issue. Mm-hmm. John Knight the third kept driving into an area where there was Andre Adams, Dwayne Morgan, David Njai, like kind of just people clogging the lane. Even some of our guards couldn't really space the floor too well. A lot of We had a lot of slasher types. Uh, Moody is not that. No. He can slash. Mm-hmm. I would say he can't get into the lane and get a basket because, my gosh, like how that could finish it around the rim so well at that height too. It's impressive. Um, I think that he unlocks the floor for John Knight the third. Yes. And it gives us this really interesting option where you could have like three, four guard lineups where you're looking at, you know, John, Dre, um, Moody, Harrison Butler is your four, mm-hmm. and then you throw out, you know, you have like Mason Fawcett as a five, and you mm-hmm. can have you can have four shooters on the floor. Absolutely. And I've heard John Knight's improved his shot a lot too over the summer, so. Yeah. yeah. That's going to be so much fun to watch. I think men's basketball just really, their ceiling is so, so high this year. You know, I'll be interested to see if Mason Fawcett or, uh, or Spur even uh, extend their range a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Jason Spur in the the freshman Australian. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to get into the driving kick a little bit. Yeah. Uh, see if we can get in any more three balls uh, launched up and see what happens. I couldn't agree with you more, though. I mean, Aiden, Aiden Moody's a bucket. <laughs> he is. He's, he's a bucket. Yeah. Uh, Dre Marine, obviously, the leadership that he exhibits is outstanding. Uh, in practice, like you said, we've been floating around. It's outstanding. You, you know who uh, they look to. Uh, when they need advice, when they need, uh, when they're curious about a play, whatever they need, Dre Marine is there. Yeah. And and you know it's his senior season, so I expect him to totally uh, go all out, uh, have a have a tremendous season this season as well. Yeah. I've, on previous podcasts and just in previous writing of mine, I've talked about how you know the transfers meant so much to SUU, like Dwayne Morgan, Cameron Luton, Andre Adams, uh, kind of foundational pieces that chose to come here, but. Dre Marine deserves so much credit for that too, because mm-hmm. he was like obviously Madunich. Todd Simon recruited guys before Dre Marine, but Dre Marine was like the one. Mm-hmm. He was the freshman recruit that we are going to get all four years worth of play out of. Um, who has given so much to this university, and 
never, ever, ever raised any questions, Mm -mm. never, ever been in a locker room problem, never, ever had, you know, holding threats to transfer over or anything (laughs) like that. Just such a class act and a class player. Made so many big shots for us, too. Oh, absolutely. I think he's going to have a huge year, too. Um, And Connor, let me give you you two more guys, if that's okay with you, that that I'm really excited about. Uh, Tevion Jones. Oh, my. I'm I'm excited to see him. Yeah, special, special. Oh, my goodness. I think he'll get some more PT. I mean, he had enough last year, but I think he'll get him more this year. Yeah. Uh, He's long. He is long. Yeah. He's going to be a problem not only on the offensive end but on the defensive end as he's, well. He's like a wing. You can play as a five. Oh like, yeah, he yeah. can protect the rim like that. That's incredible. It's 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 outstanding. And then also uh, transfer Nick Fleming. I think he's going yeah. to prove value valuable on the defensive end more than anything else. Yeah, uh, I've 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 gotten to see him just a little bit. The kid moves his feet. He's always in front of his man, uh, and and he has a knack for getting the ball. So I'm really excited to see him. Um, I'm anxious to see how much how much playing time he gets, you know, behind that guard line of yeah, yeah. of John Knight the third, Dre Marine, and also Anan Moody. But I think and, yeah, you know, Monty McIntyre will be coming for PT. There too. you go, there you go. So I think if he gets in, I think he'll be able to to make his mark pretty quickly on that defensive end. Yeah, I I'm just looking my lips at all the different line of opportunities, all mm-hmm. the little wrinkles and things that Todd Simon can get added in. Can you imagine a lineup with four guards like that, like? John Knight, Damani McIntyre, Moody, Fleming, mm-hmm. and whatever five you want to stick oh, out yeah. there. Those are four great defensive perimeter players. Uh, it's going to be a really interesting Absolutely. season. Absolutely. Couldn't um, be more. Damani looks good. Damani does look good. Damani looks really good. made some real progress in his offensive game. and He was a lockdown defender last season, so mm-hmm. he, he, you couldn't keep him off the floor. You, yeah. you had to give him, you have to give him some, time. some time. He's and, only a sophomore. Yeah. So, so much progress left to be go. Great. Um, really excited for that team. And number five, our volleyball team, um, going through another year of some some roster turnover, losing Shannon Webb, who was a huge player for them last season. But we get to see Stacey Hone in her senior year. I'm also really excited to see the Cintron sister. Sade Cintron uh, had a really great season until she suffered a pretty serious injury at the end of, or not the end of last season, just kind of in the middle of the season, has been recovering. Um, her little sister, Alea, is an outside hitter here now. Uh, another Las Vegas native. Uh, really excited to see what they can do. Sade is only five foot four. I think she's got to be one of the shortest players. Not, I mean, not in the whole country, but she, and maybe in the conference. Um, but she's a setter that just does some really great things. Gets blocks and things at that height. She's a really great athlete. Now I'm excited to see her sister, who is seven inches taller than her. What kind of athlete yeah. she's going to be after seeing what, what Sade was able to do. And they're also bringing some really strong pieces back. Krim Peterson had a great season. Um, last year, Mackenzie Dowell returning for another senior year. Uh, some good freshmen looking exciting. Stacy Hone, as I mentioned, Elisa Lago. Um, a lot of names I think that, that will contribute in a big way. Sarah Gasper coming back. I know that um, they're hoping to have Kayla Dowler get some playing time last season. She was sidelined by some health issues mm-hmm. last year and, and really couldn't get into in any game time. We'll see what she looks like as an outside hitter, kind of defensive specialist. There's it's going to be a fun team to watch in volleyball. I know the Hoyers always have them well-prepared. Um, they compete. And, and competitive, exactly. Mm-hmm. They've, they've also improved year over year. Um, yeah. And I think that they have a chance to, to take that even further. Um, but those are our, our top five things to look forward to in the spring. Absolutely. That's, I'm excited, Connor. That's five really good things. I'm excited. I, I almost want this fall semester to be over now so we can get into the to the spring but you know we have some stuff to do 
got some classes to finish, but we'll be back at it at the spring. Yeah. I'm excited to have stuff to report on. Yeah, it'll uh, be fun. Uh, games to report on, uh, more stories to write. It's going to be great. Yeah, we didn't even talk about women's soccer with oh, the new head coach. We yeah, talked about Don Don Williams in her first full year after they won a bunch of games against mm-hmm. Power 5 schools but didn't get to actually play their season. Right. So we'll see what happens. I, I, I think that there's so much to look forward to in the spring. We just got to make it through the winter. And really, we just got to make it until basketball starts. And just everybody wear a mask, social distance. We need to flatten the curve so we can get athletics in the spring. Couldn't agree more. Let's get this done. Let's let's go get this. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Let's go get it all solved so we can have some fun athletic competitions and hopefully we can attend in person. Absolutely. In spring. It's going to take a group effort by all of us, but we can do it. You know, us T-Birds, we can do it. So let's let's get it done. Let's go watch some games. Let's boost that morale like we were talking yeah, about man. earlier and see some wins. I think we're going to see some, some wins this season, Connor. Absolutely, Kellen. Well, thank you. For joining me, so glad to have you as co-host of the Thundercats. Oh, it's going to be great. Of course, man. I'm Connor Sanders. Thank you for listening. We'll, we'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys.